You know it. I don't. I don't know this. This is a cover. Oh. Who is it? Who is this? This is uh, eleventy-seven. I hate saying that. Teenage Dirtbag by eleventy-seven. Eleventy-seven. It's like a, a, I don't know, a digital cover, EDM cover. Sounds good. Yeah. Ethereal, dreamlike, ambient. You know, like ambient music is so good. Yeah. So I've been. Um, I don't know if people out there follow me on Instagram. You follow me on Instagram. I do. Um, I'm on the hunt for a typewriter. He is. Why are you? You know, I, you know what it was? Um, why am I? It's a great question. I don't even know where this stemmed from. I literally was going to ask you that, and I was like, you know what? Everyone and their dog is probably going to ask him the same thing. So I don't know where it stemmed from. It was like the other night I was watching um, Rust Valley Restorers. Ooh, okay. So it's like this classic car, and they restore classic cars. Yeah. And... Oh, no, you know what it was? I had this art idea. Mm. I had this art idea, and I'm still probably going to do it, so I won't mention what it is. And it involved the aesthetic of a typewriter. And instead of faking it online with digital, True. I'm like, why don't we just get a real typewriter? So I looked at them, and then I got addicted. And I'm like, this may turn into an addiction. <laughs> typewriter guy? Have you ever seen, like... like No, the, typewriters are sweet. They're sick, right? They're super sweet. But like, Have you typed on one? Yeah, well, I've done the thing where you're at, like, a antique store. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like... Dah, 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 dah. Sir... Yeah, can you not touch the typewriter? All the keys are jammed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I've never actually fully fully used one. I mean, I've used one here and there, but but the one you shared, what was the what was the brand name? It was uh, like Smith Corona. Smith Corona, like it just sounds like some like, you know, the whole Herman thing, Miller sounds like the top of the line. Shit. The whole thing sounds backwards. Listen to this: Smith Corona Silent Super. Oof. Wouldn't you think it'd be super silent? But silent super, man. They used to know. They used to name things so well. The Silent Super. This, but they used to make things so well. Yeah. Like, anyways, the reason why I think there's going to be an addiction that comes out of this is I go on eBay and every day, 500 new typewriters get uploaded to eBay. Wow. Are you kidding me? 500. How often are you on eBay? I feel like I've never been on eBay for a while. I've never I even considered to buy anything. I wasn't for a while, but a typewriter, where else Where else would you go? Yeah. You know, like eBay is the king of typewriters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, I found one, the one that I posted on my Instagram story. Mm. And I bid on it last night, so I'm currently the winning bidder. Oof, 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 oof. Yeah. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. <laughs> yeah. Yo, my friends, shout out to all my friends. They're all having great times with bidding wars. Are they? Winning them. Really? So, knock on wood. I, got Man, I hope so. I've got a pretty good prize on this, so. Good. It, uh, and right. it's the same one, like light blue or same whatever? Same one. Alpine blue. I found it. Alpine blue. But this is the thing with eBay is if you're looking for a specific typewriter, mm. if you just wait, it'll eventually get uploaded. Yeah. You just got to wait for the one for you. Uh, speaking of blue, yeah. uh, this is some geeky shit, guys. This is some super geeky shit, but I'm so enamored by it all the time, every year. Ooh, good word. Enamored. <laughs> um, I was thinking of enamel. Okay, go on. There's a company. It pretty much like runs colors in the world, okay? There's pa- it's called Pantone. It is the color organization of the world. But, 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 yeah, Pantone, don't they make paint? They make paint. They do, And right? they're the ones who like have like the paint numbers, the paint swatches. They invented that shit. Oh, This is wow. bullshit. Oh. They invented that shit. Okay. I was like, wow. But they're, like, they're the leaders in paint. Okay? And last year's color of the year, the 2020 color of the year, was classic blue. As you've seen in your iPhones. As you've seen uh. in your, um, I don't know, the your dream kitchen. You know, that classic blue. Classic as you've seen blue. in your little uh, typewriter. I'm looking it up now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah kind of like a royal darkish blue yeah and every year they basically say like why is it that we chose this color so mm-hmm. i think like two three years ago um they chose like two colors to show the identity of the world and all that this year i'm so happy i'm so happy because i've been preaching this oh did you get the color you know the color uh i know the color and, and the, th- the thing is i'm not even looking at my phone like i know this shit off my heart Right? Who knows uh, this? Who knows the color knows? of the year? Anyway, but okay. This year's is uh, two colors of the year. Uh, one is illuminating gray, and the other is illuminating. Oh, so sorry, ultimate gray. Yeah. And and illuminating. Okay? Yeah, you're right. Uh, illuminating is like a yellowish color. It's, it's a like yellow a color. it's like a lemon yellow. It's like a bright, positive, happy yellow. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. And basically, what they're trying to say with the ultimate gray, which is like, almost like a rockish, like a rock solid thing. Um, 
They're saying how we're building the foundations for for the future of happiness, right? So with the yellow being optimistic, right? While the gray, the ultimate gray, is still that rock solid foundation. It's the no bullshit approach to happiness, and uh, I cannot friggin' wait for this year, man. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold again, on. again, again. I know this sounds geeky, <laughs> right? But I'm telling you, a lot of shit, a lot of shit is designed because of these uh, colors of the year. Literally, like, look at all the past iPhone colors and, like, really, it's so man, I don't much... know if I've seen a blue iPhone, man. Like uh, Apple, I, I hope Apple so. put out a midnight blue. They, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. iPhone. Yeah, but that's yeah. Anyways, um, I'm a fan because look, I'm yellow is my favorite color. So for yellow to be the color, yeah, I'm happy. But and yellow and gray is kind of badass. It's yeah. kind of um, you don't really see those combinations. I've got a little bit of it in my house. And no I like man, to, you got it, bro. You got an ultimate gray couch right here. Yeah, just put some yellow accents. I got the flowers beside it, so maybe I was ahead of the curve. Yeah, you were. <laughs> One way to look I, at I, it. I can't wait, man. I, I, I've been preaching uh, a non-bullshit approach to happiness and positivity. And no fluff. Do you think colors... This is what this is. Do you think colors affect your mood? 100%. 100%? 100%. And ha- Give me an example. Um, Like you're having I, a bad day. Have you ever walked into a room and it's just like... It's like your room and it's like super clean? Yeah. You just feel like that sense of refreshing just like lightness and all that Uh, i'd imagine people feel that when they walk into their dark green room when they walk into their bright yellow yeah when they walk in i i was just thinking okay yeah it's like inspirational are are you a vibe person very like if you walk into a room how do you how do you gauge the vibe of that room yeah just everything that's going on in it you know yeah but there's specifics um the, the the amount of like shit in the in the room is a big thing for me. Clutter? I hate rooms that are too clean. Okay. If if it's like a if it's like a home, waiting. you know, if it's someone's home, I was waiting for I you to hate. say that it was clutter. I'm looking around at my walls, I'm like, oh shit. Look, me and my mom will beef forever because she wants this house to my house, my house, her house that I live in. <laughs> her house, my home. Okay. Yeah. Um, she wants it to look basically like a friggin' hotel lobby. Well, I don't know if that's what she wants. That's what mm. that's what's happening. There are no pictures of people. Literally, if you if you break into my house today, yeah, the only people, the only family pictures you will find is a Walmart family that comes with a picture frame. Not even you guys. Not even us. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm certainly not in there, <laughs> right? Um, literally, just a Walmart picture of a, of the, the the Walmart family, the 2.2 kids, um, you know, the, the white family. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the standard. It, it just it looks so unhomey, and I feel like people yeah, that have their what, shit the, all over the place. I guess for a family, there's an obligation to have family photos up. I, you know, on there the flip is. side of this, okay. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends in Dallas, he was always an interesting guy. Okay, mm. so I did this show down in Dallas, and he was one of the co-hosts. And I went over to his house one time to like to pre-drink before going out in Dallas. And he's like a, a bachelor. He had mm-hmm. like this really sick three-story um, sort of penthouse. No, I'm no, sorry, not penthouse, uh, townhouse. Mm-hmm. And you go in and in the front of his house, he's got an entire wall of just him. Oh. Because his, his, so he was married and she cheated on him. Oh. Yeah. So he was a little bit, he was like 35 at the time. So he put a shrine to himself. I don't know. It was just like I, he, he didn't like he, when, when sometimes when people go through relationship struggles, yeah. their whole life sort of collapses around them and they, they become shut-ins and rightfully so because mm. that's what your emotions tell you to do. Mm. This guy climbed Mount Everest. He went parasailing. This is after the breakup? I think so because she's not in any of the photos. Damn. And he's got this whole wall. I'm like, man, I didn't realize you were like this like jungle guy (laughs) he had so many adventures you know it's like that's the flip side is you go in and you're like you know some people will view that as like not cocky but Uh, self-absorbed self-absorbed yeah yeah. Um, i don't agree with i think it's totally fine to have yeah because when you first said it, i thought it was just like selfies you know printed and all that but it's it's him in different adventures yeah okay okay that's sweet yeah but, but these photos are spaced out by less than an inch like it's, it's not not sweet anymore it's, it's like a pretty overwhelming <laughs> yeah. wall right interesting but um because it's not some people's aesthetic i don't have any photos other than my fridge i've got my brother's wedding and then me at ces in 2020 
also guys need to um guys need to have more pictures of themselves is that a thing i i i mean yeah why not girls are so much better and oh, it seems like it's more okay for them to have pictures of themselves guys you guys need to well because it's a it's a weird ass stereotype right yeah it's, it is a, a weird it's a gender stereotype. norm where if I got a picture of you and I, yeah, me, you and I did that one. Um, remember in front of the truck? Yeah, we did a photo we shoot. We had a photo shoot with uh, a company. They invited us, yeah. and we got these photos. Hey, now if I frame that, oh shit, this is where I got this shirt from. Is it? Yeah, hey, God, is it actually? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the odds of that? I mean, anyway, that's what they gave you. <laughs> that's what I, I don't gave. remember. Yeah, yeah, this and like some jeans and oh yeah, the jacket you gave me. Oh yeah, the jacket. Yeah, look, man. <laughs> Let me tell you how to be friends with an influencer. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Maybe uh, even 2021, <laughs> you know, if they give you free shit, you know, give it back to the, uh, give it back to the guy it who was, invited it was you. A, it was an interesting event, Yeah, <clears throat> right? The event was, uh, we went to this mansion in downtown Toronto and, um, you, you go in and they basically, this, this one company here in Canada took over the entire mansion. Mansion. And it is a mansion, guys. It is I know, a freaking mansion. I know we think mansions are mansions, but this is a mansion. So this Sorry. this mansion, mm. it was modern, and it was um, it was actually in movies and TV shows. It's been yeah. in Suits. It's been in Titans. Um, it's been in um, like literally so many movies. Yeah. It, it, so we asked about the owner, and they were like, "Yeah, the owner actually rents this out for like it was like five five G's a week or something. It's five grand a day, I think. I thought it was a day too. Five grand a day. It was a day. Yeah." Okay, so it's five grand a day. So what he does is if a movie shoot wants to come into his house, he'll move out. Him and his family will completely move out. <laughs> and you have to do a minimum of a month. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember they, they said they spent like $300,000 yeah, 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 on yeah. This, this house. And they had it for two months. Yeah. And Wild. it was... Um, so anyways, me and Omar went to it. And it was all Christmas themed. Like the movie theater in the house. And we got to explore the house. Yeah. And a part of it was they gave, they outfitted us with an entire outfit from head to toe. And then gave us a photo shoot. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was a great event. Man, the photos are kind of sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should post them. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> no, okay, so if I got that framed and I gave it to you, yeah, you're telling me not a little bit of you would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, but you see, now I'm like, Frick, I'd put that up. You should put it up. I bet, like, the gender norm is weird. If you came to my house with a framed photo of you and I, I'd be like, the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, I, You know what it is? I think the gender norm was that. And, and, and now it has vastly changed, but we're in this uh, zone of like no man's land, you know, no pun intended to hear, but like literally like <laughs> no guy is asking for it, but guys would appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd appreciate it. <laughs> That's good. I would, I would have 100% appreciate it. You're if, not asking for it. If my friends. Yeah. We're in, we're in limbo. Bro. Gave me a photo of us having a great time. I'd be so flattered. But I, I, you know, this is because guys don't go to each other and go, Hey man, I really appreciate our friendship unless we're drunk. Yeah. And when we're drunk, then our, our inner softy comes out. And we're like, hey, man, I really appreciate you. You know I'd do anything for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. <laughs> and then but, they go like pee together in the same yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they <laughs> hug it out. And it. But when they're sober, it's like a guy to a guy. It's labeled almost, it's labeled gay. Yeah. Which is so ridiculous. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, why are any sort of emotion yeah. related to a sexuality? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's so weird. It's so There's weird. a lot of shit, man. There's a lot of shit that like guys seemingly can't do because someone might call them out yeah. for like liking dick or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I like, you know, hundred percent. Dan, I enjoy. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. sober right now. I enjoy when you offer me tea. Right. You know, every time you come over, I, I have the kettle going. There's no inclination that I want to suck any. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just. <laughs> Oh my God. I appreciate the team. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. No, hundred percent. But uh, but I, I think 100%. Uh, though I do think like there's a like weird but, I don't know stigma there. That's changing though. Yeah, I, I think one hundred percent has changed, and I think no dude actually has a problem with you approaching them, and being like, "Hey man, I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship." Yeah. Again, I think we're not asking for it, but we're not also doing it, right? We're like, also not doing it. Yeah, I think just because we are brainwashed to say don't do it exactly interesting uh but yeah no that was a sweet event I, i'd imagine like being an influence uh, okay let's get to today's topic of the day okay so. um which is the best and, and and the top 10 dream jobs um we're going through it but first let's talk about being an influencer how much of a dream job is it a dream job do you hate when i say in 
influencer? No, no. I don't know why people hate that. I don't. I don't hate influencer, man. <laughs> yeah. So many people are like, um, I hate to say this, but I'm an influencer. Own it. Own that shit. The, 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 the term influencer only got annoying when non-influencers based Instagram people off of influencers. Mm -hmm. You know how many, uh, I hate that this comes out of me. Yeah, yeah. Every week I sound so bitter as shit, man. Bring it out, man. That's, that's, that's no, why I host. Here's why. <laughs> to be an influencer is something you have to work at. Yeah. It's an honor to have yeah. influence over people. Yeah. To not, to, to consider yourself an influencer and not like, I know somebody on Instagram that classifies themselves as an influencer. Like, to have to be an influencer, you have to have a following yeah. to influence. So step one, I don't think you should be able to call yourself an influencer unless you have a following. Mm. It's not this free term of like, no, I'm an. I've decided I'm an influencer. No, you're not. I'm a micro influencer. Yeah, no, you're not. Like that's <laughs> bullshit. You want to yeah. be an influencer, have a following first, mm. have people watching, and have some sort of audience that you can influence. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what was your question? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I'd imagine it's a pretty sweet job. I love it. Um, on your influencer rant, you know, shout out to the Instagram influencers in the wild. There's Do you follow that? Yeah. yeah. There's, <laughs> so a, there's nothing wrong with Instagram influencers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, no, there's, you know, it's it just, it, it's the same case of everything else where, you know, a, a, a minority, maybe even, a, you know, I don't know what the chunk is, right. But a minority will, uh, you know, make you guys look bad. That's all. There's a lot of shitty influencers out there. There's a lot of shitty that make the influencer <laughs> name shit. Right. And I mean, that applies to anything, right? Everything in life is um, like that. You know what it is also? I'm also bitter. I'll, I'll admit that. You seem bitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I, um, I'm a bit bitter because I see people that have zero influence. Yeah. Brand, not brand themselves. Sorry, not brand. Um, promote themselves. themselves yeah. <clears throat> in a way that it would make me uncomfortable to do so. Mm. However... It is beneficial. I know at some point I'm going to have to develop some sort of confident ego. Not a bad thing, by the way. Yeah. A confident ego that tells people um, who I am, what I've accomplished. Because I look back and I'm like, damn, I've accomplished all these really great things. And I post about it once on Instagram and I never talk about it again. Mm. And it's and I don't mean like continually talk about it over and over. but But some people... I look at them, I'm like, wow, you seem so accomplished, but you really haven't accomplished that much. Yeah, it's yeah. just the way they sell themselves. I yeah. know I don't sell myself that great. No? I don't think so. I mean, and what I mean is like, not that I'm not likable or anything like that. I just mean like, I truly will sit on my couch at night thinking, if I had better skills to be able to sell myself yeah. and my brand, I, I sometimes think I'd be in a different spot. For sure. Because it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to go into a room. I, I've been in... Back when YouTube events were always happening, I would go in there and I would, it's just a big schmooze fest, right? Yeah. And I would see people talk about themselves. I'm like, wow, like you sound so amazing. And I know I would never use that term. Like that is cocky as shit in my world, <laughs> but you did it so well. And but, nothing yeah, wrong. but also, you know, uh, like I feel like the pendulum swings, uh, you know, harder for them. Like it, they might crash and burn faster. They always do. They always do. They always do because they don't, they're not consistent, right? Yeah. They're using words. Anyways. Um, um, you have a list of dream jobs. I do. And you don't know them. I don't know them. So I want your opinion on if you would do it. Yeah. But these are 10 dream jobs you won't believe actually exist. I'm going to guess one is chocolate taster. Wow. Okay. Yeah, for uh, sure. Chocolate <laughs> taster. Is gonna be one. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> say anything. All right. Okay. And these are no specific order. Okay. Mm. Lego professor. Huh. So if you're someone that likes Lego, you could apply to be a Lego professor at the University of Cambridge. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And what do they do? Just profess the good word of Lego. No, you uh, you play in education, developing, and learning. So you use Lego as your lesson plans. It's funded. Now, this university has been funded by the Lego Foundation. Uh, so it's sort of like an obligation that if you're teaching a specific thing bro you're gonna be the lego professor this year that's sick <laughs> no that'd be sick man. no no that, that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet um yeah it's it's pretty sweet here's, uh, here's what it says okay the position says candidates for the role will likely need to be passionate about playing with colorful plastic bricks and enthusiastic about early childhood education mm. the downside is stepping on a lego <laughs> <laughs> okay it's a mm, mm. Ooh. 
It's a good one. Okay, it's a, it's a good job. I would just... I don't know if I'd want to do it, to be honest. I don't want to teach friggin' 20-year-old this bird course so they can pass their shit <laughs> yeah. faster. Okay? That is well, essentially... For yeah. friggin' Lego, okay? Yeah. I'd rather take my Lego prowess and, 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 and go overseas and, and start teaching, you know, start being a missionary of Lego. Fair. Show the good world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some Legos, fair. you know? Okay, job number two. Water slide tester. Oh, I hate it. You hate it? I hate this. Man, in 2013, in a UK-based resort marketing company had a very unique job, okay? They needed a waterside tester to try out their chain of Splash World water parks. So basically, you'd put on your swimsuit, you'd go to the park, and you'd just go down their slides and tell them how it was. Yeah, I hate it. Because A, first of all, obviously marketing scheme. And by the way, with the Lego professor too, okay? Big marketing scheme. I You're agree. just trying to get some... Some blogs to write some shit, right? And water slide tester. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like glorified name. You, it's it's. If I, he's I'll actually, agree. if he or she mm-hmm. is actually going up and down slides all mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Okay. I believe it. If he's some sort of schmuck that won a contest, won a contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. I uh, think that's what this. I think that's what this is. To be honest, for sure. Because when it's a market, like we've seen those, like. Be our travel guide extraordinaire. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is really just a contest. And what they want you to do is post about it. That's it. So they're calling it a job. So this one, you'd actually make $31,000 for the six months. <laughs> and all you have to do, slides. the lucky chosen employee will get to travel to companies, parks in Europe, Egypt, Tunisia, and Thailand. Okay, that's actually pretty sick. And you test out the water slides for six uh, months. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, but with anything, do you think water slides ever? Yeah, of course it would get boring. Like, how many variants of a water slide could you possibly have? Yeah, it got boring. I mean, six months is not that long. Um, Man, I had banana smoothie on my nose this whole time. Did you not? T- did you notice it? No. Oh, okay. Go on. Um, yeah, it, I don't think it would get boring. It's six months. You're in. You're out. You know, you, you go to a few different countries, um, you know, get mugged at, like, friggin' some, some random place because, I don't know. Um, I, th- I think it's a cool job. I hated that at first. Yeah. It's a cool job. Yeah. Same, I would agree. I, it's hard to get a mortgage with it. Yeah. So what do you do? I um, I'm a. Water. You try to like make it <laughs> yeah. more intense. A slippery plastic engineer. Engineer. <laughs> oh, okay. This slippery. one is sick, and I've actually met people that do this job. Yeah. Okay, so I can I can vouch for this being a real job. Ice cream flavor guru. Oh. So uh, Ben and Jerry's actually has flavor. They're called flavor gurus. Okay. They basically spend their days and nights testing the best food in the world. Then they mix, blend, chop, whip, and taste, taste, taste. Oh, this is my job. Until they've come up with an unmatched batch of pure ice cream euphoria. Oh, this is my job. Now, I went to New York City with Ben and & Jerry's. And when I was at the event, it was a, it was launching um, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix and, chill. and Chilled. Chilled. That's yeah. what it was. Netflix and, <laughs> you know better. <laughs> Netflix and Chilled. It was like um, a big event. They made it like a premiere. Yeah. When we were in there, we got to talk to like people and I asked I'm like who comes up with the flavors and they're like we've got a whole team of it we've got a test kitchen Wild. where this team's job is to look at popular flavors Wild. or invent them and then to mix in things and find the right flavor and apparently it's not as like it's an amazing job but it's a very detailed you got to really know your taste palette of course you know? um, I'm gonna put you on the spot right away you have to answer it really quick uh, make an ice cream flavor right now uh, chocolate it already exists Chocolate, peanut butter, marshmallow. Something that doesn't exist. Oh, shit. Uh, something that doesn't exist. Uh, gasoline smell. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like the smell yeah. of gasoline? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. While, while you were saying that, I have played way too much Call of Duty. There's someone walking on top of that building right now, and I'm just like, I looked at them, I'm like, I could snipe them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see them. Holy. Wow, that's what a dark thought. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you just see the flash coming yeah, at us? Just, um <laughs> Yeah, that, I, you know what's going to happen? Say gasoline. You, you, well, you're going to leave, and I'm going to think of the flavor. But I'm trying to think of a flavor that's so delicious. Oh, maybe... Um, okay, yeah, ba- slow it down. You know, t- take your time to think about like, it. Like a bagel oh, cream cheese? And ice cream, guys. Uh, look, I, I know we're trying to do this whole bagel modern... Bagel cream cheese, maybe. Yeah. What, the, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about ice cream. Yeah. Bagel and cream cheese ice cream? Well, you said a flavor doesn't exist. I know, but like it has to be good, <laughs> Dan. Well, no, I'm, I'm taking a good thing. Okay, okay, okay. So, bagel cream cheese is delicious. No, you're not on the spot anymore. <laughs> Take your okay, time. Okay, okay, okay. Take okay. seven minutes to think about this. Uh, chocolate banana bread. Chocolate banana bread. No, that's no, no, an no, amazing no, no. That's one. That's a cop-out answer, though, because chocolate banana is already a flavor. 
I'm just trying to give you a bullshit answer so you get off my back. Well, it, it's, it's a flavor that needs to uh, definitely needs to be represented more often, right? My, one of my favorite ice creams is Kawartha Lake's Banana Boat, and it's banana and chocolate. That's just and, been and done a million times. Banana and chocolate has, uh, I know, but it's not out in the stores enough. Um, what were you? I'm trying to think. Go on the spot, quick, quick. A flavor that doesn't exist yet. Yo, banana bread is really good. Um, yeah, I, I can't yeah, think see, that fast. You can't. It's, it's something you have to think about. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> you think about it, let us know. Next one. Private Island Caretaker. Pri- oh. Now, I don't know if this is as glamorous as they're making it sound. Because they're saying it may sound like a relaxing career path. Okay, so they're agreeing with me. But the truth is it's a, it's a pretty demanding job. So the, the responsibilities would be making repairs to the mm-hmm. homes and boats, cleaning up after storms, which happen quite frequently, making sure everything's in order before the owners arrive, um, and when the owners aren't there, apparently you can struggle with loneliness because you are essentially on this deserted private island. Mm. I'm going to classify this as a... I don't think this would be a good job not a at great all. job. No, I don't think so. Like, yes, location-wise, it's beautiful for the first week. Yeah. It'll continue to be beautiful, but when you're there for a different reason... Yeah. And you're there by yourself when the owner's not there and at any moment you got to get up and... I don't know if I would when, like when that. the toilet and the plumbing breaks, and you have to go into town by boat. For what? Like to get like a new toilet or to get new oh. plumbing. That sucks. hundred percent. Imagine there's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. You're landscaping this. You have to landscape. I guess this whole island. You have to friggin' mow the lawn. This whole damn island. No, no thanks. Not me. Mm-hmm. And you can't even take pictures because the guy probably follows you and like. Why are you taking pictures posing like it's yours? Yeah. yeah. Unless they're cool <laughs> owners, then. Oh, so you, and, and, <laughs> that's an interesting take. So you try to spin it like it's your island? What? Not, what? <laughs> Do I not take care of it? It'd be like. I'm a caretaker. <laughs> it'd be like, Amara, why are you wearing a, a uniform in every it's day? It's my thing? island, bro. <laughs> it's my island. When you're uniform. not here, it's mine. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I, I don't know if I'd want that. But you get to live in a mansion on the, in the island. No, 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 no. I don't think they're as lonely as they make it seem to be. <laughs> Fair, maybe they've played it up, but I don't know if it's a mansion. I think usually these islands have like little huts, yeah, you know, and, and like cabins and stuff. Still beautiful. Now there is a, a caretaker who's making his living doing this. Mm. It's in the Bahamas, the island, and apparently he gets uh, perfect weather. He gets to fish and do water sports, and it goes along with being an island resident. I'm like, nah, you're you're just playing this shit up, so someone. Will no, no, no. If you fish, I think you're good to go. On this island, man, man. Yeah, you just you're, by yourself. You're, no, but your job is not to fish. Your job is to... He has some downtime. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I imagine you have a lot of downtime when they're not there, and you have zero downtime when they are there. You know what I mean? Yeah, when, when they are there, ugh. Like, when they're on the island... And you got to put up with these divas. Like, get me sushi. I want, I want to scalp an island, potatoes. Mike. I, what, how can we get you your sushi? You know? Well, the water... <laughs> Go catch a fish. I'll go fishing. <laughs> what do you mean, how can you get sushi? It's right there. I know, but like, you know, the, the demands of these divas It'd be something is, like is going to be too much. You'd be like, how the hell do you get a cheesecake? Exactly. You know? Anyway. Okay, next one. Chocolate taster. I knew it. Literally called chocolate. Because that's like every kid's dream. And every like divorced woman's dream. <laughs> Sorry. And women. <laughs> Seriously. And if man. you think about it, it's like, hey, what? what if you ask a six-year-old, hey, what yeah. do you want to do? Chocolate taster? I want to be a chocolate taster. Or, or water astronaut. slide tester. Like these are all kid jobs that have are real. Yeah. However, they are they're not what your imagination perceives them to be. Like, even a chocolate taster, you have to. It says for this job, basically you gotta know if the chocolate tastes defective. So is it too bitter or is it burned? Okay, so again, it's a very palate-based mm-hmm. job. Um she, the, the woman that reported about this, she doesn't actually eat the chocolate she tastes. Oh, she probably spits it out. It's like it's like a wine, right? Yeah. She tastes them, then spits them back out to keep her palate fresh. Then she'll wait 30 seconds, chew half an unsalted... <laughs> sounds like a remedy for hiccups. <laughs> yeah. She'll chew half an unsalted cracker and spit plain warm water in between chocolate samples. Yeah. Oh, sips. Sorry, sips. No, I don't wish that on anyone. That, that's a very mouth-heavy job. Yeah, it sounds like a, something that would come out of like a torture novel. Every 30 seconds, you have to eat a yeah. salted cracker. <laughs> the dry mouth you'd have. <laughs> all right, now drink this water, switch it around, do it all again. 
it's palatable. It's I mean, palatable. Anything, anything in excess, right? Is it's too much. It's that too shit, much, that man. Shit would get boring. Yeah, but you get fifty percent off the chocolate, though. God Here, bless. Here's an, and you get the the rights to say that you you created it, right? Oh God! And you have to ask everyone, answer everyone's questions at every party. It's like your chocolate taste. Wow, what's that like? How do you what's stay that? so thin? Shut. <laughs> the f- it's like Sean Evans going around, you know, with his little spicy wings. Oh right? yeah, 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 probably yeah. gets asked that all the time. Yeah. Is this hot sauce hot enough? He's like, please, can someone just ask me about my own life? <laughs> okay, next one. Professional sleeper. Mm. Okay, you get paid to sleep all day. Sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> in, in 2009, yeah. um, a 22-year-old student had a job of trying out luxury beds from an England-based bed company. Okay, mm. so their job was uh, was to sleep in the showroom, and oh. under varying conditions, like they would change the lights, they'd change the temperature. Just make people feel uncomfortable? They would be under the influence of caffeine or alcohol. Um, and then they would have to blog about the experience. How did they sleep? Did the lights affect them? Did the temperature affect them? Mm. Um, so what they got paid for one month of testing the beds every day from 10 to 6, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Earned $1,500. Every day. Every month. Yikes. Yeah. But you're sleeping. You're, you're literally not doing it. You're not even using your brain. Oh, you're blogging and and and... and Bro, listen, uh, bl- and, and, and you're in front of people, inf- people are walking around you like, is he okay? No, For no, no, hold on. I think it's, it's probably a private showroom. <laughs> it's not going to be like, so we have this bed. Shh, we have someone testing it currently. I literally think that's how it goes. No, 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 no. There's no way. I think that's how. Cause, well, no, because that's a varying factor. When are you in a hotel room where you have a show of people coming through? Never. So that's not going to be a variant. I think this company has made a, a human zoo. The first human zoo ever. Mm-mm. And this no. company is like, come on in. We got a guy who sleeps here. <laughs> you could poke him for an extra dollar. Um, uh, there was a job that like NASA put up maybe two oh, years ago. Okay. Of like, hey, we're researching of how to go to Mars. Oh, and because stay it's in gonna bed, take right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to take so long. We want you to just stay in this space. Like in this, like, a, I shouldn't use It's like a hospital bed. bed. It's like a hospital bed. Yeah. They're like, we want you to be confined to this bed. And we want to see the effects. It was for like 40 had. days or something ridiculous. Yeah. Super it, ridiculous. Because like that's the time it's going to take to go to Mars. And I wonder what the results were. I know. I remember seeing that. Yeah. That was a very popular post because it was like you had to stay in bed. You got paid pretty decent. Yeah. And like things like you're risking though things like your leg movement. Yeah. And your muscle deterioration from not using certain Which things. is, you know, at the time it was like probably sounded like actually like a tough job. But now I feel like after oh, the lockdown? corona. Yeah, we've all sort of taken part. Oh, like, yeah, bro, that's easy. Yeah. 40 days to myself. <laughs> I've been doing that. Um, next one. And this one I have heard, okay, that this is not as good of a job. Okay. Mm. A video game tester. Listen, I've got a buddy who loves gaming. Loves game. He'll, he'll sometimes do 16-hour sessions. Oh, lay. I don't know how. I don't know. But he, but he, he gets involved in the storyline and... The online atmosphere. So I told him, like, man, you know, you should look at being a video game tester. And he goes, no, no, no. It's a brutal job. Because what you have to do, essentially, is you have to quality control the game. So you'd have to walk around the map trying to find glitching, anything anything out of whack. Do all the controls work? Oh, God. How's the storyline? Like, it's it's not a job where you actually get engulfed in the game. Yeah. You're, you're, You're actually spending a lot of time in the same area. Literally, like... Looking at every inch of the of the map, trying to see if it doesn't glitch. Yeah, yikes! So it's like software defects. Yeah, no, no. And thanks. apparently, and people probably blame you all the time. One of the hardest things is if you absolutely hate the game, you have to play it over and over again. Oh my god! Imagine playing a game you hate. What's a game? Do you know any games you hate? Um, I don't know anything Nintendo makes. What? No, 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 sorry. Oh, that was the opposite. <laughs> Any, as long as it's anything that Nintendo makes, I'm a happy, happy man. Yeah, okay, so you're, N- you're, Nintendo makes good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what what yeah. the hell? Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I'd select a job, you know, I'd select the company. You got to select the company. Uh, I don't, it, it, what like, it is like, hey, apply Lamar. for Nintendo game testing, I'm down. 
Yeah, but it, it's not the polished game you're seeing now. Yeah. We're used to seeing polished games that are fun. There's an online presence. You're seeing a beta test of like, sometimes their outfits may not even be done. You're just a, a figure. And it's yeah. like, okay, so you're a box movie. Yeah, how is the movement of the character? I'm telling you, this one I've heard more negatives than positives. Mm. Very uh, tough job. Tough job. Yikes. Um, oh, here's one. Let's find a, what's this? This is more inspiring, but it's not really. A uh, Stanley Cup Guardian. I guess you're not. Are you a hockey guy? I'm not a hockey guy. Based off that face. No, I'm not a hockey guy. Just again, with the words, why can't we just call them operations? Yeah. Gift shop. Clark. Stanley Cup Guardian. Well, because I think a part of this list is to also make the names fun. You ain't guarding no Stanley Cup, bro. Unless, Unless you are in front of Stanley every single friggin' day, I'm down. You know? So this, well, if you've ever watched a Stanley Cup game. Yeah. Um, it's always the same guy and has been for years. This guy with long, like, blondish hair. Oh, really? Comes out with white gloves. He's like, okay, no. See, that's much cooler. And it's like, the Stanley Cup's his best buddy. So he travels around with it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. he's got like a case for it. He makes sure it's it's perfect, in perfect condition. Um, yeah, he just sort of monitors the cup. Oh, okay, okay. Now, 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 we're, now we're getting better. I'll be honest. This job sounds like a really sick job. And, and you get to, I guess, travel with the winning team. Travel, well, you travel with the, like, bringing it from player to player, right? And he's probably super stressed. He, he seems like a guy who really cares about his job, you know? Uh, super stressed when teammates oh, 100%. take it 100%. to the schools like and very, shit. Well, so, for the, like, per the tradition, yeah. when a Stanley Cup wins, every member of that team gets to spend one day with the trophy. Mm. Okay, so his job is tasked with guarding the Cup, spending their days traveling along with those guys. So you're with... The, the best athletes of that year yeah. for that sport. And the bench. And the bench, <laughs> yeah. And you just have to clean the cup daily. And you have to take it for professional cleanings twice a year. Oh, Come what a good on. guy. Come on, this is sick. Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah. It, it, what's it, I don't know, I'll figure it out later. What? I was going to say, what's the name of the NHL guy? Oh, his name's uh, Pritchard. Phil Picard. Phil, Love him. Phil Picard, that's what it is. Love him. Phil Picard. Um, here's one, which this one is... Love it or hate it. Yeah. Like, there's no middle ground. I'm, re- I'm ready to pull the trigger right away. Ready? Beer taster. Love it. Wow. No, man, you're not. <laughs> you, 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 I, I know your brain. I, it was a quick. It was no, a quick reply. I probably hate it. What you're thinking. What you're thinking <laughs> about is it. like. It was a quick reply. The last time you had a beer with your friends and you felt <laughs> zany and you guys were like, <laughs> like on edge. No, no, no. I a beer taster is like chocolate taster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd probably hate it. But my quick reply was love it. Um, well, maybe you would love it. I can't speak for you, but I just think. Anything like this, okay? So, basically, there's this job where this guy works for a brewery. Yeah. And his job is to test the beer quality. He's a beer quality technician. Mm. So, this requires him to oversee around 250 pubs in England. Mm. Okay, so, he'll visit a pub. He'll uh, fix a problem in the cellar before putting... Yeah, like he tastes it and he's like, mm, too sour. Yes. He needs more carbonation. Yeah. Yikes. He also gets the responsibility of trying beers at home to ensure they taste the same in the pubs. So this is a, another quality control. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't like it. I, I don't think people understand quality control jobs yeah. is repetition to the most extreme degree. Yeah. See, uh, like the ice cream where we were at the ice cream place. That would be you know? sick, yeah. That's sweet because you're making different the thing. flavors. And you're different. experimenting. That's cool. This is, hey, we already got the recipe. We just need you to taste this to be 100%. Right. This is the original. Yeah. Taste it. This is what we need. And try to match it. And try like to match your pal- it. Again, it's a palate job. But every- he says, everyone hears about my job, and they tend to focus on the beer tasting aspect. But what they don't think about is he's on call 24 hours a day in case he has to fix things like a broken cooler or gas leaks. This guy, this guy sounds like he needs some... This is like a frat boy. Some friends, man. Yeah. It's always how's the beer. It's never how's Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor it's you. Always, you know? It's just... Okay, here's the last one. Ready? A fortune cookie writer. Fortune cookie. Uh, now, my friend works at a company where they make fortune cookies. And he, who are he, these friends? This yeah, is amazing. This is random as shit, right? But, well, so they also they make noodles. They make a lot of the like, Chinese yeah. food, right? And um, he can get me a box of fortune cookies for $10. Ooh. And there was like 500 And I'm like, thanks, man. But like, I'm good. I, fortune cookies are literally only good after Chinese food. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think I would snack on them. 
like in my I, free I'd time. snack on the four chins for sure. Yeah, but again, it's those are nice in moderation. I think. Like, yeah. if you if you open one up, well, actually, maybe it'd be fun every day. Yeah, man. You just you yeah, know you open one be. up, you toss out the cookie <laughs> itself, and then just like. Yeah, but so many fortunes are long term, and you know you know what will happen over like ten days. You're gonna go through them. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You're gonna go through like the five that yeah. there are, right? Let me guess. Another, your friends will. I don't know. I don't know what a fortune. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like waiting. <laughs> um, so you may not realize it, but people actually are being paid to write the fortunes inside of the cookies. Yeah, it, it's all right. It, it's all not right. a fan, eh? It's all right. You know, you, you just, you just, they put you there to mess with people's lives, to give them lucky numbers that you know are not lucky. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not the job for me. Here's how it happened. Okay. Um, this guy, he was commuting to work every day and he was mean, taking, this is, how it happened. this is the original story of, of I don't know fortune cooking, <laughs> of getting this job, even getting this job. Is I, th- I think getting this job. It, right. So this guy said it wasn't exactly his chosen career path. No. So uh, he told the New Yorker that he found inspiration everywhere, like subway signs and newspapers, and he kept a small notebook with him to write down ideas as they came. Oh, that's kind of cool, bro. He also noted that he wrote thousands of fortunes in his career, but that eventually he ran out of ideas. Wow, that's actually kind of cool. He's like the um, the eight mile, the the Eminem of... Uh Instead of rap battle, he just he just looks at inspiration wherever he goes, writes it down on his notepad. Yeah, I mean, in this article, going. it says fortune cookies are the original tweets. Mm. I'm like, yeah. So they're the original repost. They're the original. Yes. Yeah. Retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's entrepreneurs that actually do this. He, uh, there's this one guy. He's a f- uh, former freelance journalist, and he decided to make his own spin on fortune cookies. So he made this business called Super Accurate Fortune Cookies, where mm. he'd write these really funny and entertaining ones versus very spiritual and universe ones. Right? Yeah, like this week is not for you. Sit this one out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, so he he makes fortune cookies that are theme based for specific holidays, and like you're you could order a specific holiday. Interesting. I'm surprised. I'm, I wonder if there's prank fortune cookies. It has got to be. Yeah, it has got to be. Like, like you switch it out and all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, this one says I'm going to crap myself. And early 2000s, there was a whole... <laughs> early 2000s, there was a whole like um, getting married through fortune cookie. Oh, well, you put the ring? Yeah. Will you marry me? Actually, my buddy was telling me they once had to make a fortune cookie book 10 times the size. Ooh. Huge fortune cookie. Um, they, they make it by hand and it's so you could fit a, a ring in a box inside. Yeah, it's cute. Ask you. Um, question for you. If yeah. you... Okay, what is a dream job that you've had and a dream job that you would love to have? Mine are pretty st- stereotypical, okay. I think. I think if I could be anything, yep. I'd be an astronaut. The thing is, for these fun jobs, a lot of them you don't even know exist. Why would you want to be an astronaut? You get to leave the planet. You get to do something so exclusive and experience something that's out of this world. Yeah. Unreal. I don't think people think enough about what we do, what we are. Yeah. We are on, and I don't want to like go too far into this, but we're on a rock floating in the middle of infinite darkness. Mm. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like that's literally where we are. And so to going be like fifty thousand, to be somebody miles an hour that gets to leave and go experience another planet. Yeah, I think would be the coolest thing. So I think astronauts are some of the coolest people on the planet. Like experiencing Earth rise, like seeing the Earth come out into the sun yeah and seeing that that's that pretty sweet um however a, a perk and the curse of the job is hey yo dan um you just recently got hired as a astronaut we're <laughs> gonna need some people to go to mars ah uh, you yeah. go there you don't come back this is great yeah i don't i don't uh, no I'm, I'm not because here's a here's a question it'll be slam fast that's for sure no it wouldn't <laughs> like, hey, who we need you, you to go slam there on mars well, oh, you mean before you go? Well, you're gonna have to like populate the planet, you know. Here's a here's actually a really good question: Is that suicidal? Because you are going and you are knowing that you're not coming back. Is that classified as a suicide mission? No. Nah. What do you mean, no? Nah? You're gonna die there. Some of you will die. Everyone will die. You just said you got hired as an astronaut and you are not coming back. Oh, you're gonna die there, but you're not gonna die because of there. Is what I'm trying. Well, to say. What else are you gonna die from? 
Like, like you're going to go okay. there and you could like live, you know, friggin' eat the plants that you're growing on the space station. And you're and with five people that you now have to like in five. Six, I'm thinking we take like a thousand at least. Oh, hold on. What kind of mission is this? No, how, how are you going to get five people to populate the planet, bro? Who, who, what kind of mass job posting hires a thousand astronauts? Elon is posting a thousand for sure. <laughs> He's not taking. We're not taking five Listen, people to Mars. We literally just dropped a robot on Mars yesterday or two we days did. ago with like a black and white photo, which I was like, what? Yeah, but apparently it's because they can't send color what? information back. I don't know. Yikes. So that's another problem. Like talking to your boys back home. It's not like, no, you can't, you can't even game, man. What time zone are you in? If you're on Mars? Yeah. At <laughs> most you can send an email 40, 45 minutes delayed. You're in every time zone. Yeah. You'd be like, yo, you want to play? Sorry. I got to go to bed. Oh, I just woke up. It's like, bro, it's been five minutes. Not for me. Like we travel. I, I think three months in, I'm going to send an email to my boys. Be like, yo, um, Realistically, it's not working out. Like, I feel like the time delay is kind of like really impeding on this conversation. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. So, I don't know, man. You guys just have a good life. Yeah, I but then they're going to classify you as this pompous ass astronaut that thinks he's too a good. Martian. <laughs> think you're out of this world. I don't know. I, I think. Yeah, astronaut was pretty astronaut. astronaut. What about you? Uh, you know, I said this today, but uh, like off podcast, but honestly, Dream Job is like pretty much like Anthony Bourdain. That guy's, you oh, know, you just okay. go around, yeah, get to see different people's lives, get to travel the world, uh, connect with people. But that's also, you know? that's not, that's not a job. It's a personality. It's a personality for that, sure. That's what it is. So it's not like, no, you can't get hired for an Anthony Bourdain job. You got to get hired because you have similar traits. Yeah. Because I think why he was so special was he can go to a place and get a story and connect with people that you would never think otherwise yeah. you could do. Yeah. So it's not like a job posting where it's like, hey. Yeah. But he lived a great, that's like a great career, you know? It is. Yeah. An unfortunate ending, a very sad ending, but. Yeah. But it would be a pretty sweet job. Uh, and what's your favorite job that you've had? Yeah. Let's send this on a high note here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite job I've ever had. You, okay. If I wasn't doing YouTube, I think even still, a part of me w wouldn't mind doing um, something satisfying like pressure washing a driveway mm. or uh, painting a house with a paint gun. As long as it's going line by line, getting line that satisfaction. And, and it's, it's like more of a control. Like you get to aim, like yeah, that's yeah. fun. Just like I like, I liked, there was one time, one summer I was um, a grass cutter for the city. Mm. And one of the jobs, like one of the days was we got to this soccer field and they're like, Dan, you're cutting the inside of that soccer field. So, so you picture a track, right? Yeah. And on the inside is where they have a soccer field. So I'm like, okay. So they're like, I'm like, I literally just have to drive in circles as I spiral in. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I pop on my music, I throttle this thing, and it's chill. <laughs> yeah. You know, ACDC or yeah, some shit. And it's just, it was fun, man. It was fun. I had the worst, and ironically, I had the worst boss of my entire life. He's abusive, both Yikes. physically and emotionally, or verbally, I should Damn. say. Um, yeah, it was intense working for him. I think I know who you're talking about. We worked in the same city. Yeah, there's no it's way. Like Europeanish, man. No, but you know, there's like an older there, European guy. There's like ninety percent of them are European. I know, but like an older European, like a fifties, sixties, kind of looks like a cowboy. No, not this guy. Okay. This guy was a little snot ass, um, middle aged guy. Oh no, no. And yeah, just someone that peaked in high school. Ugh. And would take it out on his employees. Yikes. And he would belittle. He would be condescending. He would name call. Um, him and his buddy would like tag team. At one time, they like, tried to burn me with cigarettes. This is getting ridiculous, man. I this wanted to end this on a happy note. <laughs> I'll end it on a happy note. <laughs> okay. I got what, you. What's your favorite job? Man, I've had a few great jobs that I love, love, love. A, being camp counselor. That was amazing. I think camp counselor. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Go, always yeah. a great job. Fair. Um, then working at the student union. That was a friggin' sweet job. Uh, just like the whole like talking with people is amazing. Um, but by far, being a flight attendant Whoa. is the sweetest friggin' job. Man, we've got, we've got recordings of you on here saying you were going to quit. I know. I know. Like, I was, I was there not for a long time, but for a good time. And let me tell you, if they freaking hire me back, maybe it's a, the whole consequence of laying me off. Yeah, you yeah know? probably. And I'm like, please, but you didn't, I feel like you didn't like it at the time. Bro. I can't, there, nothing can replace the feeling of grocery shopping in friggin' Chile. Literally, like, I'm in 
chill it in. I'm in Colombia or some shit, and I'm at a frigging grocery store, literally grocery shopping for my shit back home. That the feeling of of, of moving around and like talking to like strangers, I don't know, man. It just the, you know what the weirdest the euphoric thing about that time was. We would record this podcast, yeah. and I'd be like, "How was your week?" You're like, "Oh, I was sick. Like, I had this. Um, I I got really sick in India. I'm like, what do you mean India? <laughs> oh yeah, I was in India, and then I went to um Australia. I'm like, yeah, what yeah, the? Yeah. But I mean, between episodes, between you episodes. traveled to the other side of the planet and back. Yeah, it was a very weird time for me. <laughs> it was <a> weird. <laughs> hey man, do you know how hard it is to make a schedule to say, "Hey, Fridays we I'm recording." Oh, I mean, I remember. I'm and there. now that I think about it, I'm like, "Wow, that was that was a skill set of yours." Like, cause you would, you would come and you'd show me your phone calendar yeah. and you're like, green means I have it off. I'm like, Amar, there's like two green days. Yeah. Oh, green days. Wow. No, the, yeah, green days. I never thought, <laughs> how did that ever fall into a sentence? Yes, two green days. <laughs> green days. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it was, uh, it was a, an, an amazing, 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 amazing job. It pays like shit. However. But you know what? Most, it, if it, honestly, it, it's one of those things where it's like, truly you are living your best life. And would you trade that for a a shittier pay? Um, I, I I my answer is yes. There was such a click behind that. I remember when, like TikTok. I remember I would see flight attendants act like they're a breed of their own, and maybe they are. Well, let me tell you. No, but because it would always be like inside jokes, like ha, if you're a flight attendant, boom, boom, and they'd hold their hand, and a new text would pop. I'm like, look, okay, I've we seen get some it. of those videos, and, and not accurate. We no, but I'm like we get it. Like yeah. okay, you travel the world, great, and now yeah. we know that you don't really make much money doing it. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. In fact, most travel jobs, yeah, pay little. I was a travel camp counselor. Mm. I got, I got paid. Uh, oh my god, it was so so bad. Like 120 bucks a week. Yeah, disgusting. It's wild. And we went to San Francisco. I bought a sweater for seventy dollars, and I'm like shit. And then then we went to dinner. I'm like I just spent my weeks. Salary mm-hmm. on one meal and a souvenir. Yeah. But the trade-off is I got to stay at five-star resorts. Everything was paid for. Six weeks of travel. Um, it was pretty chill. Yeah. No, I, I, I loved, 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 loved being a flight attendant. And uh, yeah, no. It, it, words cannot describe how amazing it is. However, there's a lot of shit on TikTok that you see. And like, we're having group chats as flight attendants. And we're like, what? Where is this? We've never, we've never had this much fun. <laughs> doing this job interesting right it's a job that people love to talk shit about us as flight attendants included uh we hate it we love to hate it but it's a actually sick you sweet it. job yeah it's like a teddy bear that's it growing up teddy bear yeah all right guys thanks so much for listening to this episode uh if you got a dream job you want to share with us <laughs> reach out on instagram or twitter at amar originals at Danocracy, baby all right see you in the next one love you